high quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs, and you've made it to episode 28. We've all made it to episode 28, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm still, I'm still surprised that this evolved the way that it did. Yeah. Pe- people actually listen. Now, yeah. It, I it's, think. <laughs> I, I hope, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, I mean, we were talking in the pre-talk about sex bots. I hope it's not just sex bots who are listening to us. I mean, that'd be kind of cool the same time if if that is true then some of those sex bots have really nice watches <laughs> and, take, and take nice nice wrist shots some of you sex bots have really fucking good taste and excellent <laughs> photography skills but uh but yeah man what's going on how's how's your week been we're recording this uh, a bit later than we normally do so i can ask you how your normal week has been it's been good um we got some nice weather in Seattle for mm-hmm. the most part this week, and uh, I just, uh, you know, I kept myself busy, and and uh, I, I mean, I can't complain too much, um, and uh, yeah, do we have boring? Do we got fires? Boring. We have a lot of fires in Orlando right now. Yeah, so shit is burning is that, down. Is that just lack of rain or it's uh, lack of rain? It's really, really dry, and it's obvious nature is trying to reclaim what we took from it. Okay, you know, yeah. but you know, so fair, fair play as far as I'm concerned. Humanity paying paying for its sins <laughs> <laughs> had to happen eventually. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, uh, so we have a lot to talk about this episode. Going to be a really fun one. Have some cool announcements. Have some really fun shoutouts, and have a really really fun topic that I think people have kind of talked about before, and that we've always sort of kind of maybe thought about doing but haven't actually done an episode four and like kind of depending on how it goes you know we'd love to bring it back again or potentially um transition it to the website um as written articles so if you're jumping in now and this is your first time listening or you're like a newer listener if you haven't checked out two broke definitely check it out it's um evolving at this point right now we are recording it is what fuck day is it 429 2017 Saturday yeah Saturday the 29th Saturday the 29th so we um we've been reaching out to this past week we've been reaching out to a lot of brands to kind of open uh press contact and so if you've been seeing some really cool press releases or like new watch uh announcements on our site that is why because we've been granted press access and so every week we're going to continue just reaching out to brands not just that we think are cool but that we know you guys dig as well you know what sure. I mean? Stuff that that we've talked about on air and kind of engage with you guys. So keep an eye out for that. Got some reviews up on the website. Um, the TBWS listener regrams. Um, so it's been it's been a lot of fun, man. Yeah, it's been a lot I of think, fun. I think so. And this topic today is going to be a lot of fun because uh, at least at least what I'm going to bring up is a watch that has been on my mind for years. And, I, I would and almost like, call it your white whale. This is more than a white whale because, like, you can you this can is, this find is a mauve whale. whale. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I don't I don't think no way is ownership of this watch ever ever gonna happen ever. <laughs> even even if I sold a company to Google and I was just like <laughs> flush with cash, I, I wouldn't even spend spend the money on it. But we'll see. Um, you never know. You a, never know what happened. We'll see. 
it's it'll be a fun topic and i i can't wait to uh to get into it you said we had some some shout outs to do we have some shout outs to do i will do those um on my wrist check which we should we should honor tradition start with the wrist check would you like to go first yeah i'll go first um so i uh you know once again coming off of the watch fast it's, it's cool i've been i've been like circulating again and like wearing yeah. something different every day uh which i wasn't used to for a while um but i have the seiko srp triple seven on a gray uh nato strap co um raf strap so nice that's that's what i'm wearing and it's it's funny because uh before gosh what was i wearing before i had a new call a new cool collinsville uh blackout that i was wearing yes a couple days um and it's uh it's a little bit smaller and also the the skx so when i put actually when i put on the srp that 44 um, millimeter case really really pops um as far as i can tell i keep forgetting that watch it 44 it looks smaller in pictures when you see it like on instagram and whatnot i feel like i, I it, it looks like a 42 millimeter watch i mean obviously it's not because you're telling me it's not but yeah it just looks it, smaller when you when you put it on after wearing other things for a while you you realize how big it actually is and um, <laughs> it's cool because apparently a lot of the um i i think i talked to a couple of our um, followers because i've been looking at doxes as well but i'm they're so hard to to get a hold of in person and like see in person i think i've seen one in person in my entire life <laughs> um and it was like my old like captain from like sailing camp when i was like 14 or something jesus um <laughs> but uh apparently those are also like 44 millimeters and i guess if you can pull off the srp you should be fine with those um but it's a nice size it's a nice size for seiko and and the case is um kind of squished enough that it it um it fits well on your wrist it's uh, like it's like a, it's like a pillowcase but like a deflated pillowcase yeah i'm i actually i know there's a there's some size difference between uh, this one and the 6309 um which i've been challenged to learn about um more and more Who, I, can, I don't know if this i don't know if the 6309 was bigger or if it was smaller but uh it's the only difference between this and the why are you challenged about the c6 6309 is it like a is it like a rare watch no it's it's not it's not a rare watch uh i think it was um user at ready about that um you know, challenged me to kind of dig into it and go full raketa on it, go full Kaz raketa on it. Um, do do not go full Kaz raketa on anything except like maybe cereal and like macaroni and cheese. Like nothing warrants <laughs> that amount of focused attention. You know what I mean? <laughs> let me let me make sure it was it was actually him. I think it was him. Speaking of doxas, that guy has one. That guy, he's got a really, really fun account. Really cool pictures and um, a lot of really cool pieces. We'll tag him on the show too. Oh, does he? Cool, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but that's that's you know that's that's what I'm wearing and um, and it's a lot of fun. How about you, Michael? I have a I have a confession to make. Um, I'm I'm weak of will and character, and I I I broke my watch fast. Uh, oh no! I think I broke my <laughs> I think about a week or two weeks early. I think. Uh huh. So, um, cause I, 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 I've just been having, uh, I, I, we've been texting and we've spoken in the pre-discussion this past work week. I can probably easily say 
was the single worst work week ever. Not in I'm, that like like I'm so oh, sorry. It's you know <laughs> it, I take solace in the fact that one day I'll be dead and the struggle will be over. You know what I mean? That's that's the only comfort I have. You know the remorseless side. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I can easily say this was like the worst week ever. Um, not just like oh man, work was really hard. Work was hard to a point where I question every professional decision I've made basically in the past fifteen years. You know what I mean? Like like right, really like uh, forced pushed me into like an existential crisis corner, and so um. I had to walk out of my building before I had a panic attack at my desk and I wanted to make sure I wasn't outside for too long because if I'm not if I'm at my if I'm away from my desk for too long people start fucking sending out search parties for me you know what I mean that's uh, so weird it's 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna burn that building down I've, I've decided <laughs> I'm gonna burn that fucking place down dude Jesus Christ. And so I was outside and I looked at my watch and I was watch fasting with the with the Casio and there's nothing wrong with that watch. It is it's I actually have grown to love that watch a lot, but the personal way in which I collect watches and the old, and my own distinct way in which I kind of express my urology passion, that watch doesn't really do it for me. And so I looked down and I saw that Casio. I just got I just got so mad. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to see you right now. Like, I like, I just, I was just so, like, upset. And I'm just like, fuck this. This is, I'm just, I was, it was, like, the last thing I needed. It wasn't even the watch's fault. It's a great watch. Poor watch. But I was Poor wearing it for, like, two weeks straight. And it was at that time I also realized, like, practicing my urology passion the way I do is a source of comfort, you know? Yeah. It's so one of you, the last you... things... Yep. You pick something else for the sake of therapy. You have a therapy watch now. No, I just, I just when I not like a therapy watch, but I just knew when I went home, I had to put something on that I, 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 I wanted to actually. I felt like I was, I was actually like you know an expression or an extension of something I loved, and so I went home that day and um, uh, I broke the. I'm not wearing it now, but I broke the fast with the with the Seiko Blue Lagoon Samurai. Oh, nice. That's that's and a good fucking, choice. It was fucking it was so so. I literally, I literally put it on. I undid my shirt and I slumped down on the ground with my back to the bathroom door, just looking at the watch and just kind of turning the bezel and winding <laughs> it and feeling the bracelet between my fingers. Like I, I had like regressed. I had like regressed into like a vegetable. You know what I mean? Gotcha. <laughs> I'm not wearing that now though, but I'm explaining why I broke my watch fast. <laughs> I am right now. I am wearing my Raketa Big Zero. Oh okay, a beautiful watch. And I, I fucking love this watch. It's been, a, I feel like it's been a, a a while since I've worn it, and I fucking love this watch. Still have to replace the crystal, but it has that like, huh, like that coming home feeling that the Seiko Sumo has. Like it's such a, it's such a nice size, and it's just, yeah. it's, it's great. I, I'm, I'm wearing it right now. I have to probably get it serviced. You know, this two six zero nine in here. They're designed to be really basically idiot proof, but you know. Have that's... you? I think we've talked about it a couple of times, but have you found a vendor that sells those crystals? Because it could just be like a matter of getting in the in the mail and then taking it to a, like a watchmaker or something. The specific. Well, I can I can replace this crystal. It's a tension fit pop off bezel in the front. You know what I mean? So oh, I just okay. I just got to get like a butter knife in there or whatever or like my. A, a, a specific corner of like my incisor tooth and just kind of like you know pop it out you know? <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying 
yeah. so I, I I know I can change that myself. Um, in terms of the actual crystal, I think I can find a very similar shape on like Autofray or like Esslinger. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, I just haven't done it. I don't know why. I just I don't know. I also do have the option of just buying another Raketa that has a two six zero nine with the original crystal and just you know. Uh, cannibalizing their crystal off of that. Just literally just buying the watch for like 15 bucks for replacement parts. Because I see them all the time on eBay. Because I'm back on eBay now. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm back combing. <laughs> you're, you're back? You're I'm, back on eBay? <laughs> I'm back on eBay, dude. You can find you on eBay. Every every day I'm on eBay. I'm looking for Slava Medicals. I'm looking for a very particular uh, uh, set of um, Vostok Amphibias. And mm. um, I'm looking at some different Slavas. I actually have a Slava coming in the mail soon, so that'll be nice. Um and looking at Rakettos, and so I'll see them for like 15 bucks. I'm like, fuck, that's the crystal I need. Like, maybe it's just, but then I feel bad because then I'll have like a crystalless watch just like, like lying around, you know? If you, if you, okay, like, so if you paid like what, 20 bucks for it? If you, how, how much did you pay for your big zero? This big zero, I think I paid like 35 or 45 bucks. So if, if you buy another one to cannibalize, just take the crystal and then buy a fish tank and use it as like a fish tank ornament. But like at the bottom of the fish tank, you just have like a, a big zero. I think it would be fun. Maybe pretty badass, actually. <laughs> water water resistance zero. Uh, but that's no, that's a fun watch. I remember when you got it. Um, we were working together. I think you sat next to me. And I think I would, at that time, yeah. I would glance over and be like, "Hey, man, that's cool." That's how that's <laughs> Michael. That's how bad this week has been for me. Like, I had warm feelings about that awful place we used to work at. <laughs> like, that's how you know it's been a bad week. Like, man, I really, I really missed that place where I was completely dehumanized and paid pennies and spoken down to all the time. Those were the days. You know what I mean? Like, and, that's that's how you know it's been a bad week. But we also had we also had like two and a half hour lunches. Oh my god! Yes, we took two hour <laughs> lunches because I. Uh, I guess technically at the time I was the team lead, so like everyone's like schedule was on me, and I. <laughs> <laughs> if you put me in charge of that, um, you're never gonna see me again. That's just that's just what it is. <laughs> so we take like two hour lunches and just hang out in Starbucks. Maybe that's what I miss. I don't miss like the actual place. I just miss us um, shooting the shit in that Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, this is some good times. Well, I mean, you can <laughs> you can transition to. I mean, just not having a not having a real job like like what I do. <laughs> you have a, you have a real job. I do well, not have a real job, dude. Well, the thing is also, dude. This week, um, I basically had to skip lunch Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and I don't eat breakfast, which means Thursday, which means Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I had one meal a day, which means over the course of three days, I've had three meals. You know what I mean? That's unacceptable. That is ridiculous. So, like, I'm at my desk and I'm having these like weird like. Like hot, flashy, in and out, like cold sweats, and I'm just like, mm, I think I'm, I think it's happening. I think I'm dying. I think I'm gonna be one of those like Chinese kids who die at their keyboard. You know what I mean? Playing WoW. Like this could be my time. You can you? I mean? Okay. Can you bring a hot plate to work <laughs> and like debone like a trout like, at your desk? <laughs> I just be like, well, I couldn't freaking eat, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> yeah, cook here. He told me. Told me I had to work through. Well, they didn't see. This is the annoying thing. My my manager is. Um, how can I best describe my manager? Uh, he is a bare-wristed asexual lizard man. Does that make sense? <laughs> Perfect sense. Did, have you have you met you've met someone? You must have met someone like that. Just just a, a an asexual lizard man. You're like, dude. I don't like you. You you must either 
go home and eat saltines on the ground until the sun comes back up, or you go home and like dismember puppies because there's just there's something wrong with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I had a boss like that who was who was kind of fun, but was um, there was a little bit of Patrick Bateman in him. Uh, <laughs> very, very American Psycho kind of character. Right. Uh, Right. Yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> well, so I came in one day and basically this there was like a miscommunication and like something got pushed to priority. And uh, uh, so I work in digital production. So I ha- I basically got told, well, by the end of the day, these 20 pages have to be live. And those 20 pages they were referencing weren't even like on the road to beginning. Like they weren't even like on the road to being real pages and so I told him, like, I'm like, that's not possible. Like, like, dude, like, that's just not going to happen. Like, I don't care who said it was a priority. It's physically, I'm not being facetious or hyperbolic for the first time in my life. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. And he basically, and like, and like, he's like, oh, well, you got to like, you know, you got to work and you just got to make sure you put as much time into it as you can and uh, make sure you like shave away time whenever you can. I'm like, I'm like, well, you know, I'm, I'm, you know I have to like make sure I like I work on these other tickets and I have to make sure I do like you know my lunch break and he's like well I can't really tell you what to do with your free time but I'll tell you right now if you take your full hour lunch break those pages won't get done and if they don't get done that's going to be a really really big problem and I'm like dude fuck, <laughs> oh my god fuck man. you man you know what I mean like you're not you're telling me to not take my lunch but you're making me make the choice to not take my I mean I'm I'm fact. I am, might be ugly as sin, but I am no moron. I'm not a moron, dude. You know what I mean? I can't believe because <sighs> that was so that, that was gets, that was that Wednesday. Mad. Yeah, dude. And so that was that so that Wednesday when we were texting. That was that's what was happening. And that's when I looked down on my watch and I saw the Cassie on. I'm like, fuck this shit. And that's why I, that that was the day I broke my watch fast. <laughs> and and then you threw it across the park. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Away. Fuck you! No, no, no. It's 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 still it's still got the toxic data, toxic shiznit on there. It's it's hanging out uh, in the watch on top of the watch box, but it's just mm-hmm. been um it's just been a crazy week. It's just been yeah. Well, ha- happy to be recording, and uh, this is this is a good time to to vent and uh, and relax and talk watches. Talk so. watches. So so I want to talk about something that's really really important, and it's related to a lot of this. So um. Yeah, you have you have something important to. So I want to do a shout out to to Chad Wright right now because um, Chad Wright we talked about him before on the show. I think um he does these really great um photos of these watches. Yeah. yeah. And he's just um really really cool channel and he's got a, a really really good attitude and he's always very open. He's really been a great friend of the show for a while. He started doing these things these um daily sixty kind of uh, video segments where um he's a business owner and um. As an entrepreneur, he has a very specific perspective uh, in regards to what like the day to day is like. So he does these like sixty second kind of video segments where he kind of just talks about um, you know minutia things like motivation or like more like 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 higher like higher things like you know just yeah. things that are just really like if you haven't seen them, uh, Michael, definitely check them out. They're really a lot of fun. They're they're either super digestible, sixty seconds, and there's there's a lot of substance to them. So watch fam, definitely check them out. He had put one out. I think it was the third or fourth one because it's still relatively new and he's only got four or five in at the time of this recording, 429, 2017. And he Mm. put one out just about like motivation during the work week when like it gets really, really tough. And uh, he was talking about how he gets motivated in the work week because, you know, he believes that the work he's doing serves uh, a higher mission than just like 
money. You know what I mean? Like there's 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 more to the work that he does because he knows the work that he is doing is helping other people. And that's kind of what motivates him to just uh, push through the day and go step by step and just, you know, get done what needs to get done. Even if it's not done the best, at least it gets done because it's it's doing, you know, good beyond yeah. beyond money. And like I heard that I heard that while I was having my bad week and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm only here for the money. <laughs> what am I going to do? I'm only here for the money. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, I have no um, personal feelings or, or, or predilections towards this type of stuff that I'm doing. I have very warm feelings about the brand I'm with because I'm a fan of the brand, but I'm, but, you know, working in the digital production and production environment of the brand is very, very stressful. And I was thinking about it and I, and we were talking about this. Um, so, so again, huge shout out to Chad, Wright For kind of just helping me like kind of, I guess, articulate it in a way that I always kind of danced around it, but never really put my finger on. And that I have been professionally pretending to be something I'm not for a long time to the point where my fake professional persona was almost becoming real. And so it also occurred to me, I haven't, I have no avenues to properly express myself except mm. this show. <laughs> no, really like the, like an actual expression of something that makes me fulfilled. That is something that's just beyond money. It's the show. And it's, it's my fiance. Like those yeah. are the only things that have helped me, um, feel like I'm doing something that's real. And so something I've, I've been dancing around for a long time and kind of poking and prodding at Michael, you and I have talked about it and I've talked to some other users about it, mm -hmm. is the idea of um, how can I express myself in this way, in a way where I can make that my new life, in a way where my fake professional persona, which I've been doing for, I mean, I mean 12, 10, 12 years, to a point where that fake persona can go away and I can just be the actual kind of me for you know, hold the whole day, which would be nice, yeah. you know, <laughs> and, and I, I want to make watches like that's basically it. Like we've talked about this before and I don't, I like to make watches as an expression as the, the extended expression of my watch collection. And so what yeah. I want to do is I want to 3d print watches. I've been a 3d printer for about three years. I love it. I think it's fascinating. I taught myself CAD. I take care of my machine like it's my fucking baby. I mean, it's just, and it's something I always tinker with and I'm always kind of poking and prodding at, but I want to put more attention into it. And I want to, I wanted to bring it up now because like I said before, the only avenues I've ever had for expressing myself have been this show and, and my, and my fiance. So I want to kind of talk about it now because I want the watch family. I want our listeners to kind of feel like they're a part of this watch as it starts to get kind of designed and built you so know you're, what I'm saying? you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna go out there and do it now you're gonna... i'm going to go out there and do it now because yeah. seeing chad wright's video like really opened my eyes because i thought i was I, I i i clicked on it when i was at my desk and he basically just said like 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 you know what the the the, the motivation is that you're doing something more like doing something more behind just like the monetary like gain and i'm like dude i'm only here like i'm literally only here for the money <laughs> like, like, what kind of life have I chosen? Chosen, which is, that's the key phrase. I chose to be here. You right. know what I mean? No one forced my stupid ass to be here. So, so I want to include the watch fam in it because you guys, you uh, listeners have been just uh, such a source of just incredible expression and just like hor horological comfort for me. 
and I want to include my fiance in it. So what I want to do is I want to name the watch brand sort of after her. So I want to call the watch brand Rivka, which is like her her Hebrew name. Mm-hmm. So it's which R. Is, that's an awesome name. But I, 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 I think it's fun as hell. I think it's cool as hell. Yeah. R I V K A H. And so I've been tinkering around with this watch for a long time. I'm going to 3D print as much of it as I can. So what I love about that is I basically have my hand in almost every aspect of its production. I'm not ordering cases from one place and dials from one place and and like crystals or whatever from one place. A lot of it I'm making myself. The only parts that I can't make, which I'm actually technically working on, are like movements. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which I want to tinker around with. Um in terms of decoration but but it's just it's it's something i want to bring up now because i want to kind of gauge everyone's everyone's feelings on that is that something the watch family would be interested in me pursuing and kind of seeing how it evolves and having a part in the idea of me 3d printing this watch so the case material would be carbon fiber reinforced nylon which is a really really fun material it's got mm-hmm. a high tensile strength it has high impact it's really um, easy to print with, especially with my machine and the way I modified it. It's going to be a high acrylic dome. Um, for for movements, I'm tinkering around with three options. I was looking at Miyota before, but I felt like I was only looking at Miyota because everyone else was doing Miyotas. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So for Miyotas, um, I'm looking at a quartz Eta, the Eta F06.111. It's a three-jeweled quartz movement, which is pretty interesting. A jeweled quartz movement is really interesting to me because usually quartz movements don't have jewels, but the ones that have jewels are um, generally uh, longer longevity. Longer longevity, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the other one, I was actually looking at a Seiko quartz movement, the 7N8, 7N82. But the one I think I might actually do is uh, Manual Wine Vostok 2409. Oh, because so you can you can vo- buy the movements off like Marinom, right? Like in bulk. I can yeah. buy the movements off Marinom. Um, I don't know if I can do it in <laughs> bulk. The thing that's the, the <laughs> so that that's the thing. Also, a lot of this is going to be me just sourcing things as myself because I don't have access to a lot of parts because I'm not like a business. But every time I think about Rivka, the printed watch, I just get so excited. Like it's it's something. That seems like it would be so fun to share with the watch family. You know, no, as, as you should. I, I think I remember you bringing in like prototype cases to work when we worked together. And, yeah, um, I was I was those were printed out of old like nine ten Talman nylon, which is a pretty yeah. cool building material, but um, it has a higher like moisture absor- absorbency rate than I would have liked, and mm-hmm. it's not entirely. It's very durable, but uh, the tactile feel probably wouldn't it wouldn't feel like really cool. Can, wouldn't feel can, quality to folks. Can can you still make me the sea cucumber? I can totally make it. That was the, yeah, but that was the big <laughs> joke. We were we were, I think we were talking about like 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 water resistance or something like that. And I said I'm gonna I'm gonna 3D print you. I'm gonna I'm gonna 3D print you the Rivka sea cucumber. Yes, it's gonna have it's gonna have a picture of just like a lumpy sea cucumber on it. It's gonna look like a log of shit because at like <laughs> because when you shrink it down, a cucumber will look like a log of shit. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna have about seven lines of text on it, you know. And then and then we'll give it to James Cameron to tie to his <laughs> to his submarine. I'm gonna give the James Cameron the tie to his fucking moped that he uses to get groceries. All right, <laughs> and he can just fucking let that shit drag on the road behind him. 
don't give a fuck. <laughs> so this you're trying to you're trying to go like as as much um, as or as many 3D printed components as you can. Yes. Correct? So the case okay. back's printed. The, the 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 crown will be printed. The hands will be printed. The dial will be printed. The indices will be printed. The chapter ring, which I'm looking at right now, uh, in, incorporating is going to be printed. Everything is going to be printed except the movements, the crystal, and um, the screws that I use to hold in <clears throat> the case back. Um, in addition to the uh, Oh, I forgot what they're called. The, um, there are these coils that you can put into plastic. Uh, uh, um, a lot of thermoplastic kind of fastener uh, materials. Um, you can like insert these coils and the screws will screw into them. So basically, mm -hmm. except for three or four parts, everything's going to be printed. And I really wanted to do that because it's just, I don't know, it's just, it would just feel so cool to actually have my expression of horology within my collecting evolve into actual creation creation oh, that i can that i can share you yeah know? and 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 i mean you've already learned so much in the process and you're, you're just going to learn even more and um yeah dude that's know, just it's crazy I think, I think what you gain from from going out there and trying to do that is just that's that's priceless if you ask me so, i'm excited I mean, yeah it's exciting to see you kind of decide to um to go into it a little bit is is it going to be uh eight and a half thousand dollars like like the brie pettis 3d printed watch oh my god okay you know what okay Ooh, i have very mm, why'd you say brie pettis i have very very strong feelings about mr brie pettis sure if you're listening to the show dm me so we can have a very direct conversation that 3d there, printed watch is not a 3d printed watch okay it's a watch designed to look like a 3d printed watch if if anybody listening wants to get kaz uh, raging. <laughs> Just mention Brie Pettis or my favorite Stanley. Oh my god, I do not <laughs> want to talk about Stanley right now. <laughs> hey guys, great news here. Okay, Spider Man's gonna come swinging in through the building and then ruin a whole bunch of writers and artists' lives. It's gonna be Excelsior. <laughs> Thanks, Stan. Thanks for ruining a lot of lives, pal. <laughs> Very specific feelings about one Mr. Stanley Lee. You know, so so what? What did you say? That's not an actual three D printed watch. No, dude, it's design. It's like it's like three D printing inspired, bro. You should oh, never okay. pay eight thousand dollars for anything three D printed unless it was three D printed on one of those fucking, uh, uh, very like complicated four hundred thousand dollar three D printers that like, uh, you know, car manufacturers use or that like NASA uses. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you should <laughs> never pay eight that because when you're three D printing something. Uh, like I said, depending on the machine you're using, you're dealing with very low overhead. You know what I'm saying? So if someone tries, yeah. if you yeah. get the sense that if someone's trying to overcharge you on something 3D printed, you're probably right. Because that's the whole, that was the whole idea of 3D printing was to bring uh, the means of fabrication to a lot of people without the need of just spending too much money because that defeats the whole point. I'm talking to you, Mr. Pettis. I'm talking yeah. to you, Mr. Rebettis. This costs more than like a brand brand new Rolex. It's Bro, you insane. could literally spend half of that on a on a fucking. You could spend four thousand bucks on a sick three D printer and make your own watch. <laughs> you could spend four, you could spend five six thousand bucks on a three D printer that literally prints in metal. There's a three D printer that prints in metal, Michael. All That's right. Insane. Fuck. Yeah, I've got, I've got this thing open now. It, it kind of looks like an abomination. It, 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 I've said this before, but I'm going to keep saying it again. If you guys keep making watches that look like these things, I'm going to keep saying it. It looks like a Transformers hemorrhoid. All right, dude? 
It literally <laughs> looks like 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 the fucking like interior colon polyp of fucking Optimus Prime, and they just plucked that shit off with like tweezers, and they sold it to you with Brie Pettis' name on it or whatever the fuck it's. I have no idea. I have no idea what it's called. What's now that thing the called? Case, I don't know. Don't get. Yeah, don't say the name of it. The case back is all. I forgot that they did this. The case back is, I guess, a solid gold um, walking liberty coin. So it's like a coin for the case back. What? Are they, trying to, are, are they trying to scam the elderly? I don't understand. Why are they selling coins, dude? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but uh, the case back is a, is a gold coin. I think it's, uh, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know much about coins, but I mean, <laughs> just like an average search, it's like almost a $900 coin, you know? But maybe uh, I just don't get it. I don't understand why. <laughs> so angry right now. I'm I'm simultaneously so angry and so happy because I love I just love doing the show and I just love talking about 3D printing. I love talking about the printed watch. <laughs> well, enough about his. You, the the point is is that you're gonna do yours and you're gonna have fun with it and it's gonna be awesome. And I I think I think that you know the listeners will. Will enjoy um, seeing and hearing your your progress. Uh, That's the thing, man. The yeah, I, I would love to hear from you guys. Just kind of what I've described. It's going to be a tasteful size. I'm thinking something in like the forty millimeter, um, forty millimeter range. Uh, I, I'm thinking a. Uh, it follow me here. It's going to be probably forty millimeter, but forty four lug to lug, which are kind of weird dimensions. But I'm I'm. The design of the case those is are great. Those are great dimensions. Are, are they okay? I for some reason thought the lug to lug was too short. the 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 way the case is being designed currently, it's I'm trying to really find the balance between like a methodical design, but still something very organic and true to itself. And mm-hmm. so it's something that I'm kind of always plugging away at. And right now, the current case dimensions, um, I'm very very happy with. I have boxes and boxes and boxes of scrapped prototype cases. <laughs> like my 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 old office before I moved, there was just 3D printed parts like all over the floor of just nice. things that didn't work, and it was just it was intense. And then um, and then I moved, and some things changed, and I only kind of worked on it little by little. But like this week, and then seeing Chad Wright's video kind of put me in a position to realize, like, dude, like I have an opportunity to adjust my life in a way which will be fulfilling. But yeah. also really beneficial to the entire watch family. So, based off what I've said, if this is like something that you guys think is cool, let us know. I'd be happy to share the process. I'd be happy to start sharing some of my three D renderings that I have to get feedback. Even as things like, oh, you know, cast those hands are too small or whatever. Or like, oh, hey, you know, uh, uh, I don't like that K shape. Like anything, anything, anything. Because in the same way that the listeners have just really opened up my 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 orological perspective i would love to have you guys included in the creation of this watch because as far as i'm concerned this is all of our watch you know what i'm saying yeah i think i think maybe it would it would be fun also if you kind of uh put some posts together on the site or or a series of posts kind of documenting even just like the printing process and the design process, and that could be you know, fun. Yeah, if if if, I, I, if people are interested, I would super do that. If you guys want to know A to Z every single aspect of what it took to create this watch, and just figure out even like the smallest dumbest things, let us know if you think that'll be valuable. I would love to share it. I would. I'm also taking this opportunity to bring it up now as motivation for me to keep it up and to just keep going for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. So yeah, if you guys um, 
Yeah, I, 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 I keep reiterating it because I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm getting very giddy and I'm also getting very, very nervous. But yeah, if that's something you guys are super, super into, if you think it's cool, if you think there's value, definitely let us know what's up. Um, sound off. You can DM, you can email us, you can throw it in down in the comments. Um, and then I would, it would be a pleasure to have this evolve with the listeners and Two Broke Watch Knobs. Like that would just be an incredible just experience, you know? Yeah, I, I know I'm excited because it, it's been, it's been a while since you you know, showed me like a, you know, one of your 3D printed cases and I'm sure it's, you know, evolved. That was like how many years ago? Um, two, about so, two years ago now. God damn it. Two years. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I mean, I'm excited to see the progress and I know I, I can, I can geek out about stuff like that. So seeing like a behind the scenes process, uh, you know, sort of post that, that would be, you know, that would be cool. And I, I'm happy for you, man. I'm happy that you're, you're deciding to, um, you know, take a serious shot at it. Yeah, the options are to go for it or walk into the office on Monday and commit seppuku in front of everyone. Just, just fucking, just dis, <laughs> disem- that- disembowel myself. <laughs> okay, so it is what I thought it was. Just, <laughs> just drag a blade from sternum to belly button and then rip my chest open like a fucking curtain on on opening <laughs> night, just to give everyone on the floor on the floor a show, a show of my inner bits and how, <laughs> how gray and colorless they are now because that fucking place. I think you should still debone a trout <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> I, I feel like it might be better, um, better taste to debone a chicken. Okay. Because that process involves plucking the chicken, and that's just—I don't know if you've ever plucked a chicken, but there's a lot of it, it, if you plucked a, a live yeah, my, chicken. My my grandma made me do it when I was like six years old. Oh my god! Oh, that's right. You're 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 because uh, like in in Cuba that was a thing, right? Well, I, I I was born here, right? Was, but she was but, over there. Over there, yeah, she was over there, and she's like, yeah, you know, I I, th- I don't know how they <laughs> killed it, but she didn't put it in the pot live. But yeah, you put the chicken in the pot, and then the it's boiling water, so the feathers are all soaked, <laughs> and then you just you pluck that, and uh, and today I'm a vegan. So. I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say. Because I was about I was about six or seven years old. A, f- a phobia is born. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you so, can um, you can you can put a whole chicken in a boiling pot. I'll, put a, I'll bring a hot plate into work and I'll bring a stock pot and I'll I'll shove a chicken. I'll shove a turtle. I'll shove my head. I don't know. I'll put whatever the fuck I have to put in there to make it stop. Because I do not like where my life is going <laughs> professionally. Oh, so boy. again, huge shout to Chad, right, man? I think you're doing great work. Um, always a valuable source of information for the photography stuff, and keep keep the daily sixty uh, segment up. Whatever solace and kind of uh, worthwhileness that you take from it, know that you know you definitely um, impacted my outlook. You know, yeah, so that's that's good to know. That's good to know. I'm I'm even more excited now after hearing it. So it'll be interesting. It'll it'll definitely be pretty cool. Shall shall we talk about? I'm very excited about this because I know this is a very passionate topic for you. Shall we talk about the next segment? Yeah. So um, I don't remember who I was talking to, but um, I kind of ran a topic by one of the listeners, and they said, "Hey, that's cool. Um, it's um, it's a topic that stems from, I guess, my love for a certain very." very very rare watch that i know i'm never gonna own um (laughs) and it's uh non-homage alternatives to kind of uh 
either an expensive watch or just like some kind of historically significant watch that is um, just like completely impossible to find. Um, and for or, me, that, or unrealistic that, to afford. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, even if I was just like swimming in dough, I, I still think that there's a limit that I will never cross to pay for a watch because, like, at the end of the day, they're just watches, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and I mean, I understand. Like I said, if you sell your company to Google and you buy a 1.5 million dollar Patek minute repeater. That's cool, you know, <laughs> um, but I just I don't ever see myself crossing that imaginary line. But yeah, the watch is the um, the Rolex Submariner fifty five seventeen Millsup, and I think the I think part of the sub. yeah part of the part of the there were there were a few Millsubs. Um, I know there was like a fifty five thirteen version. Uh, there's another reference I can't remember, but the 5517 is so distinct and unique in a way um, that it has all of these different characteristics that like you can immediately tell it's uh, it's just way different and built specifically for um, something else that wasn't average everyday use. And right. um, among those is, you know, a fully graduated bezel, big sword hands, um, you know, tritium markers, um fixed spring bars you know like a big kind of nice circle t on the dial which is like an indicator for tritium as well um but today i think i can't remember the last time i saw one but i think they're approaching 200 grand you know oh, okay so so better just buy <laughs> better just buy the one just the one <laughs> just just the one well you can't you can't even buy just the one because there is a collector i think he's in the uk his name is Mike Wood, and apparently he owns like all oh, of the them. guy. Yeah, he owns all of them. <laughs> so the guy, the, the guy has a collection of like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of like vintage Rolexes, and it's super fun to drool over. But yeah, he's got like I don't know how many mil subs he has. He's he's got has to have like hundreds of them. The bottom line is that I think ballpark there were only twelve hundred produced. Jesus, and all of those. You know, since they were since they were issued and either used in training exercises or in you know military exercises or even combat, I'm not sure. Weren't but, they issued? I'm I'm sorry to interrupt, but this is actually one of yeah. the first watch stories that Michael ever told me before I got into watches. Um, so it was it was GMTs and it was this. Um, uh, <laughs> weren't weren't these mill slips issued to the the specifically the English military, or am I confusing it with something else? I think it's British, uh, British special special forces. I'm not sure. Man. Uh, wh- whatever kind of like diving, um, I guess. Team James Bond. J- J- I mean, James Bond had one of these probably. <laughs> I think he had the sixty-five thirty-eight. Well, I mean, if James Bond was real, not like a fictional character, he may have had one of these. I don't know. What year was this? Man, what what would an MI six agent wear? these days g-shock or, or those <laughs> g-shock yeah. the answer is g-shock man <laughs> but i'm you know yeah mil- military divers um very cool and so i'm you know i don't think anybody can really tell like an exact number um as far as like how many watches we know of today which i find really intriguing and when i got into watches like seriously like um i'd say around like 2010 2011 I remember I remember seeing one of those and kind of like realizing that it looked different 
from like other Rolexes that I had seen. Like I didn't know what a Submariner was. Mm-hmm. So that that watch was like a huge part of me <clears throat> learning about like a Submariner and Rolexes sure. and like all the different models. So I think that's kind of why I've I've become so obsessed with it. But um, I think yeah, a couple years ago. Uh, or maybe less. I bought one of those Steinhardt Ocean One vintage militaries. I remember, um, huge. And, yeah, and Steinhardt's a company. I think they're a German company, and their kind of their entire product line, with the exception of the, um, I think it's called the Ocean Five Hundred Titanium, okay. is basically all homage <clears throat> watches. So based on, based on old Rolexes that, um. You know, you can't. What oh, was my that? Phone, my phone thinks that I'm talking to it. <laughs> Hello, Michael. You, you want can, to. It What's... says you can say, call Emily Dickinson. <laughs> I don't have an Emily Dickinson in my phone. Dude, get, get Emily on the phone right fucking now and see if she knows where to get a goddamn meal some. All right. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So I think I think I, f- I found uh, one of those on, on eBay and Incredible build quality, I'm gonna say, but the Steinhardt. Geez. Yeah, Steinhardt. Right. No, I did not buy a Millsub. Um, <laughs> just, just, I just had to clarify. I'm sorry. Just making that clear, guys. Um, and it's you know it's it's a great watch uh, at a 2824. Um, nice. But at the time, you know, it, it really is super homagey, and I'm, you know, I'm still on the fence about the homage topic. Um, so. That's kind of that's kind of what fueled this uh, this topic, you know. It's like what watches are out there that can satisfy that itch, that can take that place in your collection, without like having John Mayer money. Yeah, without having John Mayer money, or without resorting to something that's explicitly an homage. Because I know that we have listeners and readers that are that feel very strongly about the topic. So um, we're, we're, kind of... we're, we're, we're looking at you, Nick, from Orion watches. We're, <laughs> we're looking at you, dude. So I kind of um, I kind of did some hunting recently and nice. I, I knew about the company before, um, but apparently they produce a watch that replaced the Rolex Milsub. Um, and I think it might still be in use today. And the company oh, is the company is CWC, um, which stands for. I think Cabot Watch Company. I have never they're, heard of them in my life. Yeah, they're owned by a, another company called Silverman's, which is, I think, a, a military supplier for just like, um, I think, like, down to like boots and uniforms and stuff like that. But uh, they, they own this watch brand now. And the, the specific watch is the CWC Royal Navy Diver. Um, and then they make a few different models now. Um, you know, the big ones are just like the automatic model with an Eta twenty eight twenty four, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a quartz model. Uh, they don't use tritium anymore, but if you <clears throat> if you look at the watch, um, it it has the same kind of not same kind of mil sub look, but you can tell that it was designed with the same um, purpose in mind, and I think I think they're pretty damn cool. Uh, and if if I because every once in a while I, I get the itch to like buy a Steinhardt again and I'm I try to tell myself no like try so to find something are better, they, you know? I, from what I recall with the other Steinhardt that you had it was a it was I mean it was a large watch I remember when I 
the last time I saw it, I had my Raketa Big Zero, which I'm wearing right now, and like I had the Raketa in one hand, and like I had the Steinhardt in the other hand, and it was like the difference between like a pea and like a brain tumor. I'm like, this is a giant fucking watch, dude. Like this is like like a dense. <laughs> yeah, the the big problem watch. Also, so is that is that something that's prevalent across all the Steinhardt homages? Are they all huge? I think they. I think all of the Steinhardt divers and like the GMT models that they make, it's all the same case. Like it's, they just, Oh shit. So okay. it's, it's one case Word. that they use for like a bunch of different models. Um, and the problem is, you know, when you get something like the, the 55, 17 homage, um, you want to wear it on a NATO. Cause that's, that's the look Obviously. you want to, you want to get out of it. But when you do that, that just makes the watch look even bigger. Um, <laughs> And then combined with the very straight, very prominent lugs that were on the Steinhardt, it, oh, you right. just it just looks kind of <clears throat> it just looks a little off, mm. and it and it pains me because it's a really it's a really well built watch, and there are some other companies that are trying to do the same thing. There's OWC, I think they're in Australia or New Zealand or something. They make a mil sub homage, and I think Tiger Concepts that. You know, Tiger, uh, Tiger Concepts is an interesting brand I would love to focus on in a future episode and just to get kind of people's opinions and to kind of talk about it. But but my yeah. question is, so CWC, the model you're talking about specifically right now, does it look like this mill sub you're talking about or is it just scratching the itch because it has it's, it's kind of the successor, like the actual real world, hey, this is what they're using now successor because i've never seen the watch i can't look it up right now on my laptop because if i do you're just going to hear a bunch of clicking and typing and my, my <laughs> microphone will explode well and it, i don't know where my phone is right where the hell is my phone dude? well the the answer the answer is both really but it does okay. it in its it does it in its own way i haven't seen this kind of case from any other brand it's you know it, it's just a plain dive watch and it does have a lot of the same um design features so you you have the bezel with the full minute markings you have these really big sword hands huge markers uh fixed spring bars as well and it's meant to wear on on a nato um the crown guard is a little bit bigger i think and um from from the research that i did um as far as i can tell i found some people on forums that actually served in the military and were issued this watch um, wow. They they said that they were issued uh, the quartz version actually, so I think the quartz version is the one that's still used today. Anybody that's that has you know CWCs by the way, I, I think there are also some some followers and listeners that that have or have had them. Um, you know, let me know because you know right now you can order them direct from CWC uh, for four hundred and ninety nine pounds for the quartz version and um i'm kind of hesitant to say that on the air because i see there's only one left in stock <laughs> <laughs> and it's really cool because it is quartz and you do get the the circle t and it's just yeah i'm looking at it right now is it the g10 g10 military watch no no it is Fuck. which one is it i think you're looking at the general service watches so it's the cwc RN divers, Royal Navy divers. R there we go. RN RN divers, ROM divers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this thing is sick, dude. Shit. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's it really it's another mil sub, but you know, it's accessible. It 
you know, it it would scratch that itch for me, I think. And, um, yeah, from, from what I can tell they're, they're built pretty well and I haven't seen anybody complain about them. What I like is the width of the hour hand and I'm looking at, it's quite exaggerated while as the width of the, of the, of the minute hand is like understated. It's really interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And this, uh, this quartz model specifically, um, you know, it uses it uses Superluminova, but you okay. still get you still get they still put the circle T there for some reason. I guess you know for the look. I mean, yeah, the, I mean, like they know they know they'll get a lot of guys buying that watch if it has a circle T on it. Yeah, but the new ones have a circle L for Luminova, which I think looks. I understand, but it looks silly. Um, <laughs> that's that's a super vain thing on my part, but um, no, yeah, you're this, you're a con- you're a consumer, dude. You 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 have your opinions. Yeah, but this man, this this quartz one with the uh, the matte case and um, four hundred you know, bones. That's not bad. I mean, that's not bad for a pretty sick watch, actually. Yeah, I mean, some some will say that it's it's quite a bit of money for for a quartz watch. I understand. Um, well, okay, you know, yeah. I, I mean, there's there's the fifteen dollar quartz Timex you can get at Target right now, and then there's this. You know what yeah. I mean? It's different. Another another brand that I I kind of looked at was Scurfa. You know, and that's kind of its own thing, yes. but it, but it is, man, like those things look tough as hell and it feels like they could be military issued. I remember <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, uh, when we had Terry from Toxic Natives on, he was talking about Skurfer, right? That guy, that guy actually takes his watches down with him in the diving bell. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fucking intense, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, so who knows? Uh, I mean, that, that is kind of my pick for, uh, you know, a non homage alternative to, uh, to the mill sub you know I, I know a lot of people go for the steinhardt um if if i did go for the steinhardt ever again i'd i would try to find one of the um limited edition <clears throat> models that they did with that retailer nomon or something uh oh or, shit yeah yeah g n m uh and then my learning disability kicks in g n o you know what i'm trying to say nomon yeah come on not you know yeah. namaste i don't know i don't know what it is because they made some with uh, acrylic crystals and they look pretty cool, Sweet. but it's still a huge kind of forty-two millimeter case. It's a big forty-two, I guess I would call it. Hmm. But um, yeah, I, I I'm probably gonna do some more research on these uh, CWCs. Um, there aren't many on eBay right now. I think there's one that was actually issued. Um, it's like a '90s one and it's all beat up, so that's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, people are bidding on it. Um, yeah, if any of our listeners have any insight on that, or if Michael is saying if you guys actually have like firsthand experience with potentially being issued that watch, or knowing someone that has been issued that watch, definitely hit us up. Michael would love to have a conversation with you about that. That's that's yeah. crazy cool, man. What was? Uh, <clears throat> here's a comment on the on the Rolex forums. I have one of these. It was my da- daily wear for nine years of crime fighting, what and it fuck? has and it has the scars to prove it. I found it today after being in a drawer for the last five years. Is that so Batman? He, sounds like Batman. So, <laughs> yeah, right. So then I, I guess the guy just put a battery in it, and then it, you know, it's fine. So it seems like he was issued the quartz one, and some some other people that I've I've kind of looked at, I guess, um, say that the quartz one is the one that's issued. But the automatic looks pretty cool, you know, ETA twenty eight. Well, 24. I mean, the reality is, I mean, we always talk about it. Some, for some reason, quartz gets shit on, but if you have a real world application and a real world need to rely on an instrument for your survival. Put a fucking quartz movement in it, all right? <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, don't rely on this fucking mechanical winding up bullshit. If I'm getting shot at, I don't want to have to worry about winding my fucking watch, all right, dude? Yeah. I was actually kind of disappointed that um, there aren't any quartz scurfas mm-hmm. available. 
Because I know, I know he makes them. He, Doesn't he make uh, course ones? I think he did, but they're so I'm, they're all they're all sold out. So I th- yeah, I think I only see two models, and it's uh, they're both automatics with the uh, nine, 90, 15. Great prices though. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those things are priced really, really, really low. Yeah, but you see the Bell Diver one automatic is three hundred and I guess like three hundred seventy pounds for a ninety fifteen. That's such so, a sick price, actually. Yeah, so it's less than the CWC. So that's kind of, you know, that's kind of where I'm feeling bugged right now. Your other option, Michael, to scratch your mill sub ish, uh, mill sub itch is we could just honestly get a boat and a big net and just go back and forth dragging the net across the ocean floor between here, <laughs> here, he, here in the UK until we dredge one up from a fucking crash plane. I have, I have no other way of potentially finding one. I think uh, John Mayer is coming in concert. Uh, here oh, we'll just, we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll just mug the piss out of him. That, that's yeah, perfect, yeah. dude. We, we, can, we can totally do that, too. <laughs> I, he, he, I'm pretty sure John Mayer will be able to kick both of our asses while playing a sweet solo. Yeah, and, 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 still, and still be on time for a date with Heidi Klum. <laughs> that's, that's two Heidi Klum drops <laughs> across two episodes. You were so distressed when you realized she used to be married to Seal. <laughs> Yeah, that that's that that was totally out of left field. I I did not know that. <laughs> Is she? I still have it like burned into my brain. But yeah, those those are the that's that's <clears throat> the few watches that have been uh, circling my mind for the past uh, for the past week. If anybody has uh, any experience with them, you know CWC versus Skurfa. What do you think <clears throat> I should do? Um, am I even looking in the right place? Should I give the Steinhardt another try? You know. I just wanted to talk about these today. Yeah, super cool. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll bring that up again, man. Because that's. I know that's. I know finding something to scratch that mill sub itch has been a perpetual itch for a long time for you. I know <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're just they're they're beautiful watches, man, in their own way. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, which ones did you pick? I, I know you you had some. So I, I I structured mine. Um, I I don't have as much of like a history or anything like that for like why I chose these. I chose these specifically, um, very pragmatically as uh, affordable options for really expensive watches that um you might like. So if you like this forty thousand dollar watch, here's like a six seven eight hundred dollar watch that basically is designed in a very similar kind of uh, design uh, aesthetic. Mm-hmm. That you don't have to like, you know, sell a, sell an organ for, you know. So, I chose three. Um, let's see if I can get through them all. Uh, so the first one is the expensive version is one we talk about on the show all the time. It's not really? a speci- it's not a specific model. Oh, it is, <laughs> is it Richard. It is a Richard meal. Yes, it is a brand. <laughs> it is Richard meal. If you are the type of person who sees a Richard meal, you're like, man, that's beautiful. Uh, that's awesome because they those watches. I mean, there is something. There's a kind of very uh, striking avant-garde design aesthetic with those watches. You know what I mean? Like they're designed very purposefully to look and sort of evoke a specific sort of ethos. And it's attractive. Just to, to some aspects, it's attractive until you hear it's like a $400,000 watch. You're like, you know, fuck my mouth. I'm spending $400,000 on a watch. I have student loans to pay for Christ's sakes. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, hey, I never, I never told you. Um, I what? sent an email. I sent an email to Richard Meal asking if we could be added to their <laughs> uh, list of approved did, press. Did outlets. you? Did you really? <laughs> no, I didn't. Damn it, dude. <laughs> it's, okay, so watch family. That's, that's entirely plausible because we have just been sending press emails all week. 
Okay, so <laughs> it's entirely possible that Mike could just fire one off over to Richard Meal. Maybe, maybe we should. What maybe, do we lose? maybe we should. Yeah, we can at least we we can post the rejection letter they send our way. Yeah, I, I would still ask for a T-shirt. That would be nice. Can 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 we get one of those Richard Meal uh, floaty keychains for boat keys? So if I lose my keys in the water, I can still see it floating. Does Re- <laughs> does does Richard Meal does Richard Meal make those? I don't know. I think their watches float. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> they look like they do. So so anyway, yeah. If you see Richard Meal and you like some of like the 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 those really high contrast, stark avant garde choices, but you don't want to pay that price tag, you should check out Dietrich or Dietrich watches. Michael, uh, how do you say? It? I can never say this name. I think it's I think it's Dietrich. 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 I think it's Dietrich. I think they're yeah. a a German brand or like a Northern European brand. Yeah. Really, really, really interesting pieces. Um, the 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 best way I can describe it is if um, Predator, you know, like Predator from like Aliens and Predator. If Predator wore a watch, it would be a Dietrich. Yeah. Um, they had a really cool release this past Basel 2017 of the Dietrich uh, Perception, which is a prototype model, and it's it's a, it's really really cool. Google it. There's not too many pictures of it, but it really. Um, there's nothing really outstanding about it except the way in which the watch functions in regards to how the hands move around the watch in addition to the actual watch itself. So the watch brand is really, really focused on the idea of um, um, organic time in that it's a very comfortable watch and they really tried designing a watch that felt very organic while still had that sort of high style avant-garde taste. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's something you can really, really appreciate. And um, I would recommend looking at some of the first, not first generation, but some of the older models, the like OT1 and OT2 and OT3. Um, it's like green, red, and, and blue or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you can find them for like around 1,000 uh, USD or 1,200 USD. Yeah. I would sort of steer away from the newer ones, Michael, because I was looking at the website earlier and I was researching. It looks like they're like, they're starting to raise their prices because they're encrusting them with jewels. Well, Here's here's what I'll say about that. They they're coming out with new versions now with forged carbon cases, which is kind of an industry trend right now. Forged carbon, carb like people are using carbon in everything, right. uh, and and forged carbon. I guess um, they're charging more for these now. Um, another thing that I wanted to say about them uh, that that sapphire crystal that they use is cut really really weird, and what people don't know is that. That's actually kind of difficult in the manufacturing process um, and and for um, you know to see kind of that um, you know that kind of design touch uh, at this price range is, is actually pretty cool because mm-hmm. um, you know there was like a, a new like hue blow like crazy tourbillon that came out in in Basel world and I think it costs like quarter of a million dollars or something and, oh and one of God, one of the geez. points that they one of the points that they really like pushed was like oh like these sapphire crystals are cut in such a weird way and it's so difficult and yada yada and i'm like well i'm looking at this dietrich and this, <laughs> this crystal's cut kind of weird too just like the one you're showing me mm-hmm. um so that's uh, i've always found these watches you know pretty impressive and uh it just looks like a fun we we've used the term before like wild card watch yes um very much so and uh, yeah, that's a good choice, though. It's that. a fun one. So if you if you like the design perspective behind Richard Meal, but if you're not, what's that tennis player's name? Nadin? Narden? Nardin? Nadin? Nadal? Nadal. <laughs> is, is that the guy's name? If you're not if you're not Francisco Nadal, what's his what's his, I know what's, what's his full name? Do you watch tennis? R- Rafael? 
Raphael, if you are not, I don't know why I was Francisco. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> if you are not Raphael Nadal and you don't want to spend four hundred thousand dollars or nine hundred thousand dollars on some fucking Richard meal, check out Dietrich. Um, really, really cool stuff. We'll have the link in the show notes. Really, really fun. Um, it's worth worth exploring. Uh, now, Michael, did you have any more watches you want to talk about? Because I got these other two, and we do still have time for what I'm looking at right now. I I did I did not. I that's that's all I've been thinking about. That well, I'm gonna Mil- I'm gonna Milsan. talk. I'm going to talk about one that both you and I have feelings about. And um, the expensive watch, so the expensive ver- uh, version of this watch, is the Rolex Explorer. The first one, the Rolex Explorer 1. I hmm. have such a hard-on for that. I have such a horological hard-on, hashtag hmm. horological hard-on, for <laughs> that watch. It is it is not even funny. The 36-millimeter one, not the 39-millimeter or whatever the fuck it is now. Yeah. There's something hmm. so honest the 14270 yeah okay this is this is another point i want to bring up michael because you just reminded me um watch family if you and i are having a conversation on instagram or an email the fucking millisecond you drop a rolex reference number (laughs) our conversation is over and i'm going to text michael okay (laughs) the quickest way for you to ever get a hold of michael is to text me a rolex reference number and i will get a hold of him as fast as i fucking can all right Oh no, I'm going to be talking to a lot of people this this week. I would kindly request if you are talking to me, please do not assume I know I know Rolex reference numbers. I do not. All right? <laughs> I do not know them at all. I don't know why. I should know them. I know Seiko's, I know Riquetta's, I know Vostok's. I, I do not know Rolex reference numbers. So if we're having a very nice conversation, oh yeah, you know, like that Rolex 1661008. No, done. We're done talking now. The conversation has finished. I've thrown up my iron wall and I'm calling Michael. Gotcha. <laughs> short so, so short the aside. Al- the alternative to the the the, the alternative one, to this, um to something that has that same kind of legible dial, that same sort of uh polished but really kind of rugged and refined looking case, um, would be the uh the Seiko Sarg 9 I fucking love that watch. Seiko Sarg 9 it uses the 6R15 movement, which is a fantastic movement. I have it in my Seiko Sumo SBDC033, and it's coming in at 40 millimeters, which mm-hmm. is obviously larger than the Explorer, but I love this watch because it has that same vibe. It has that same vibe of, listen, man, this is just, uh, this just needs to be a small, tasteful watch that's durable and super legible. That's it. You know right. what I mean? It has that really, really nice... Um, there's just I, I can't articulate it better than just an honest expression. It, that 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 Rolex Explorer One, whatever those fucking reference numbers you just said, that might mm-hmm. be my favorite Explorer. Like my like or my, I mean my favorite Rolex. Like my like the actual Rolex. I'm like man, if I ever if I ever fucking happened upon five or six thousand dollars on a corpse in a wood in the woods, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm gonna buy that watch. You know what I mean? And I'll, I, I, I'll, I'll I'll stuff the receipt in the pocket of the corpse and I walk and I'll walk away. You know. I'd also recommend the. Uh... The Smith, the modern production Smiths Everest. Ooh, uh, nice. You, I don't know if you've seen those, but they make. It's kind of it's a little more homagey than the uh, than the Seiko, but still pretty different. Um, Smiths Everest. Okay, I'm writing that down. Yeah, that's the thing. The Seiko, it's it's more of like. They're, you can tell design wise they're cousins. The Seiko's uh, I keep I keep missing up Sarg and Sarb. Sarg with a G as in Goofy. S A R G zero zero nine is not an homage to the Explorer one, but it's definitely taking very similar um, design uh, cues. You know, it yeah. comes on a bracelet, but I've seen them on Nados, and they're 
They're fucking beautiful. Yeah. But you can you can get these zero zero nines for I think between three and four hundred bucks as opposed to like bro the prices of Explorer ones are fucking climbing like every week I feel like every week well, they're more and more expensive. Well, the problem is like five years ago if you took a sub like the fifty five thirteen, which was like <clears throat> it's not the oldest no date sub that you can find, but they they were around like five thousand used, and then these days they're getting into like between ten and thirteen thousand. So people, Jesus. so people that can't afford the fifty-five thirteen anymore, they're starting to look at the one forty sixty, and now the one forty sixty is climbing, and so is the one forty sixty M with the uh, updated movement. So any now the the problem is the eighties and seventies and sixties and fifties Rolexes are getting so expensive that the nineties models are going to start to climb. So Jeez. the one the one forty two seventy Explorer and the the one one four two seven zero. That that's why you're seeing them climb now. Yeah, um, man, they're getting into like the five, six, seven thousand dollar area. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> dude, fuck that, dude. Like, fuck my brains, dude. That's ridiculous. I'd rather just buy this four hundred dollars Seiko. <laughs> it's a I, nice one. My it's original nice. choice was gonna be the Tudor Ranger until I saw until I remembered this watch. I'm like, fuck, that's cheaper than the Ranger. You, you can get the Ranger for like, uh, I mean, I mean, I have no, I'm, uh, I mean. Nanner Manor might remember, but um, I think it's like, like two thousand to to twenty yeah. like like twenty five hundred bucks. I think. Yeah, they've 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 dropped down sometimes, like used like below two thousand if you're lucky. So yeah, but I like the Seiko Sarg because um, I know a lot about the movement. I know I can trust the brand, and I mean it's a Seiko. I'll I'll, I'll always do Seiko love, you know. So yeah. so a that's my choice. choice. If you have, yeah, it's 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 really it's a really 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 fun watch. And so if you have any predilections towards liking the Explorer one, but you obviously don't want to pay that price, which you shouldn't have to, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, check out the Seiko Sarg 009. Yeah. Um, the last watch I want to talk about is one that I think is very unique, and it's also a topic more generally I like to explore in the future, because a user brought this up. user brought up the fact that we only really talk about watches that are easily available. Like, you can go and find it and things like that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, huh, okay, I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about a watch that is fucking so hard to find. <laughs> That I still oh, haven't no. done it. Um, uh, the expensive, the expensive version is the Rolex Datejust or the Rolex President, but the affordable version, which would really require a watch hunt, as opposed to a witch hunt, a watch hunt would be the Orient Oysters. The Orient Oysters are a line of Orient watches that were basically produced straight up as homages. They were homages to the President and to the Day uh, Datejust uh, pieces, and they're. Oh. Beautiful. I, I remember these. They're oh. fucking beautiful. What's really difficult is that all the cool ones that have just the bar markers, they don't exist anymore. They're not in production. The only ones that are in production are the president uh, homages that have um, like cubic zirconia indices. And I don't want, I don't want precious stones. I see that <laughs> on my watch, dude. You know what I'm saying? I think Orient used to make pretty like blatant. Uh, sub homages as well like before really? bef- before the mako i think there were some pretty like pretty bad ones um, wow somebody can correct me if i'm wrong but when i was doing my research on the orient that was one of those things that almost turned me away because some people were like oh they used to do these like these flat out like submariner copies but um these I- i'm looking at these orient o- oysters now and it's like they're gorgeous 
Yeah, but it is pretty blatant. <laughs> oh, obviously, yeah. No, that's that's the other thing. This is a straight up homage. This is not something that took design cues or has a similar design. These are just there. If you saw it from across the room, like, oh, that guy's wearing a Rolex. Get closer. The f- you don't you don't spell Rolex with an O. You know what I mean? Do you know Do you know if Rolex took action and and that's why you can't find these anymore? I don't. I mean, I don't know. They're still making those oysters. I don't know. I mean, um, it's it's possible, but I. I feel like Rolex wouldn't give a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what's funny? If you kind of look at the same sort of situation in guitars, Mm -hmm. uh, so like Ibanez used to make flat out Les Paul copies. And if you find, they would call it, in vintage guitar collecting, it's called Lawsuit Era. So if you find a Lawsuit Era Ibanez Les Paul, it's actually worth quite a bit of money. Um, <laughs> it's like uh, it's like when Gibson tried suing. Or no, wait. Either Gibson tried suing PRS or PRS tried suing Gibson because of the PRS single cut. Yeah, you remember I, I'm that? sure. I'm sure. Well, both of those guitars are still made. <laughs> so so just clearly, funny. no one won. <laughs> yeah. But if you but find I, an, an original No Caster from when Gresh sued Fender because they had <laughs> they had a drum set called the Broadcaster, um, those are pretty expensive. And that's the end of our music gear rant. <laughs> one day, one day we'll do a full music rant. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know if the Watch family wants that. I don't, know. I don't think so. But these, um, I, I have like a, a photo of a solid gold one on my computer now. And my absolute favorite, my Orient Oyster White Whale, is a two-tone president with the blue dial. You'll see it when you're clicking around. I want that watch so badly, Michael. I believe it's a president with the day at the, the the full day at the top or whatever. Oh, I see it. I want that watch. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, and if you and if you did actually kind of dish out for the uh the Rolex Day Day, uh, those are those are ridiculously priced now. They're so expensive. <laughs> well, I think uh, aren't aren't even like the newer ones starting in like the five or six thousand dollar area as well now. Isn't it like the like the base price you can get for one of those uh, uh, Rolex pieces? Uh, no, you are far off, my friend. Am I too high or too low? <laughs> now, are you talking about the date just or the day date? Fucking Michael, I don't know, dude. I don't even know what day it is right now, man. I mean, <laughs> so the date just only has the date. <laughs> on the at three o'clock the day date has like an entire like an entire day at 12 o'clock plus okay see i thought i thought the day at the top i thought that was called the president yeah some some people call it the president yeah okay yeah yeah i I see what you mean no yeah those i'm talking just 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 the day just the day on the fucking thing okay just just the day like Um, the number i mean they came out with a new 41 millimeter date just at Basel this year and I think that one let's see I have it somewhere 6,300 oh my god what the what is wrong with everyone dude yeah Jesus uh 9,350 if you want it in white gold or with the white gold oh oh, good (laughs) yeah so yeah they're pretty pricey I'm wearing a $45 (laughs) 50 year old Russian watch right now. <laughs> yep. God damn it, man. That's intense. Yeah, so if you are a fan of those Rolex date just or day date pieces or president, whatever you call them, in the same way I am, I love those pieces. My dad has a Rolex date just. Um, but his 
is like it's not blinked out but it's more refined my dad has a two-tone white dial day day or day just with the roman numerals he got in the 80s has like mm-hmm. the fucking cyclops on it and everything um i think i told the story before in the air but um he used to have his service by the same guy for years and years this old old guy and that guy died like everyone will eventually and then eventually he had to find a new watch <laughs> servicer and he took it he took it to someone else and the first thing that guy did before he serviced it is he took the green sticker off the back of the watch because <laughs> my my dad's not a watch guy but my dad i guess knew or had heard or maybe or maybe the old watch servicer that my dad took it to just told my dad do not take this green sticker off you know what i mean yeah but like the yeah. first thing this new guy did was oh i can't i got i can't work around this throw away <laughs> jeez and if your dad got it in the 80s, that that was probably one of the really cool, like, old ones with, like, the big crown. Oh, man, that's that's a tragedy. Jeez. It's a heart. It's a, it's a, it's heartbreaking, man. And he, yeah. actually, he actually hasn't had it. He, he used to have it cleaned and serviced, like, way more than he needed to, like, once a year. But ever since that old guy died and ever since he had a bad experience at that guy, he had, he had another bad experience at another really famous local jeweler in South Florida. I'm not going to say their names. And after that, he just hasn't had the watch looked at. It's been years. It's been years since he's had it. It's probably been maybe five or seven years. Well, at least he's at least he's serviced it. My grandpa has never serviced his date chest. <laughs> you told me he's all crusty, right? Yeah, and now now <laughs> he's gone so he's gotten really old now. And for some reason he's gotten really paranoid. And he doesn't want anything nice anymore. So he doesn't want any jewelry. He doesn't want any watches. And so he gave all of that stuff to one of my uncles. Okay. My uncle's, my uncle's like, I don't know what to do with this. So he stuck it all in a drawer. So I called my dad the other day. And I'm like, hey, man, we need to get that watch service. <laughs> it's actually really, really nice. Um, so when my dad visits, uh, he might actually bring it. And uh, we're going to try to f- find some options to have the watch uh, overhauled because, like, Jeez, man, like, I think like two or three decades or something that the watch has never Jeez been serviced. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, That's intense, man. I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine, but, it, you know, the bill's going to be bigger than it had to be. So, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, so if you, if you, so uh, the reason I actually also, also like that watch is because my dad had, that was, that was my dad's watch. That was like the, the precedent for a watch. Like a nice watch. And the reason also, I just want to clarify, the reason why my dad had it cleaned so often is because he's a doctor. And the last thing you want your doctor to come in wearing is a gross, crusty watch. Like, oh, don't touch me, dude. Like, your watch is full of, like, shit, dude. I'm, I don't <laughs> it's, a two, I, it's a two-tone, right? It's like a... Yeah, yeah, two-tone. Okay. It's, um, it's gold and stainless steel. It's gold and the links are all stretched out and fucked up. You know what I mean? Nice. So it has that, like, bend, that, like, bend in it. I think I think that's even better. That, that just makes it more comfortable. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I've never I've never tried it on. I've held it and I've touched it, but I've never like tried it on. And you and you're convinced that you're not getting that watch. I don't know. My dad doesn't like me anymore. So <laughs> I don't really know what's gonna happen to that watch. It's possible. I mean my it might go to my, my, my brother. My brother my brother sort of is into watches, not really. He has a Breitling and a Tag Heuer, and they've never left his watch winder. Why? I don't what know. Bright, what Breitling does he have? Dude, he has some weird, gross-ass, like, 45-millimeter, like, rose gold one with, like, a giant anchor on it. And it has a bunch of dials 
and um and he got it <laughs> he got it on like Joma shop for like four thousand dollars. I have no idea what it is. Let's say he actually he actually got it on Joma shop. Yeah, he he Googled it. He Googled it. Okay. And like he was doing research and like he doesn't know anything about watches and so he doesn't know about like Joma Shop and Grey Market. He just saw that this place had the watch for like less than what was like the MSRP. So, you know, um and he and he's and he's a doctor too, so I guess, you know, four thousand bucks isn't like a big deal. And he has I don't know what he has like an older tag. It might be like an aqua racer. I don't know. A friend of his who is a watch guy, him and I were talking about. It. He was the guy I told you about who has that Nomos Club. Oh my, yeah, yeah. My my, oh, my brother's friend. Beautiful watch. watch. Really gorgeous watch. Saw it in person um, a couple months back. Really, really pretty. But uh, but yeah, so if you have uh, aesthetic predilections towards the Rolex date just or the day date or whatever the fuck it's, I don't know what the fuck it's called anymore. Um, and if you really feel like going on like on like, on like uh, uh, an internet hunt for a watch, look for the Orient Oysters. Um, you're going to see a lot of them offered now, modern ones with the really weird cubic zirconium in them In them, um, on Watches 88, which I've heard really mixed things about. I think they're overseas. Uh-huh. But if anyone knows like a cool place to maybe look for these, or if anyone has one and you want to sell it, don't don't tell anyone except me. Like message message <laughs> me and I'll, 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 I'll throw you an offer. You know what I'm saying? And, and um, also, no nobody buy that CWC. Uh, quartz version on their site now please there's only one left. <laughs> no there's only one left no one buy it unless you're gonna buy it for michael that's the rule all right yes yeah, so you can buy it buy it and, and mail it to me <laughs> send it care of michael at two book watch knobs street <laughs> seattle I no yeah i just i just did a search for these orient oysters and uh all of the ones that i find on ebay at least have those um the stones There's, yeah the, the blingy markers i don't like those at all i don't i don't like those at all <laughs> well, that, I, I, mean, I don't i don't want precious stones in my watch you those know what I mean? those are all cool choices i think and i mm-hmm. think um you know anything from a richard meal to uh to a basic date just those are um you know those are big time designs in i guess yes. watch enthusiasm these days and uh I think uh, it's it's sort of fun to dig into the um, you know the brands that offer watches that uh, offer similar designs but not like flat out copies, mm-hmm. um, and also you know finding some cool homages at the same time. Uh, well, because I really feel like it feels like it, it calls into question this thing of like when you pay a lot of money for a watch that has a specific design, but then there's another watch which is designed in a very similar aesthetic, not an homage, but a very similar aesthetic, and there's like thousands and thousands of dollars of price discrepancy. How do you justify the expensive watch? You know what I mean? Like, 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 like how, I mean, obviously there could be history and so on and so forth, or maybe technology behind it, but I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, the more and more I research it, the more and more I'm just like, dude, like whatever 10, $20,000 watch is out there that I like, there's probably an affordable version. The only thing I could think of is there's probably no affordable version of the Ulysses Nardin Freak because that's a fucking incredible watch. <laughs> they, had, they had one of those at the Turbion Boutique in, in Las Vegas, <laughs> by the way. I I did not walk in there because <laughs> I, I did not think that they would enjoy my company. Dude, just tell them <laughs> tell them you're from Two Broke Watch Snobs and you just ate a whole bunch of sticky pancakes and you'd love to touch all their watches and then ask to use their bathroom. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> Give it to me. I've had um, sh- I've had funnel cakes and waffles all day. 
it's hard it's hard to justify the more the more expensive version in the case in the case of the 5517 um wait 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 wait, what is that what is that that's that's the mill sub okay yes yes yeah good continue in the case of the mill sub i mean that's that's a museum piece by now man that's like that's like a relic. <laughs> that's not. That's yeah. not just. Yeah, no. It's not just an expensive watch. And I think I feel most people that are are purchasing that watch. You know, it's not. It's not an Instagram watch. You know, it's not a show off your wealth watch. Really, in in the uh, in the world outside of watch enthusiasm. So I think I think that people that are purchasing that watch are probably uh, collectors or scholars that are you know keeping them for for study. Yeah, but, it's um, it's 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 an expression of their watch collecting. Like you know yeah. what I mean. Like that, there. It's probably one of the few extremely expensive purchases you can make that's still an authentic expression. You know. Yeah, but uh, you know, in the case of a an expensive modern watch, I mean, yeah, you're totally right. There's almost always going to be a more affordable version. I I think my my favorite choice, you know, on your end is is that Dietrich because they they look really fun. Um, it, it's hard to find them used sometimes I'll say, um, and new they're, they're a little bit more than I'd like to pay for that, but they're I, s- still very fun watches. They're very fun. Do. The, the Dietrich perception, which just came out. What I really appreciate about that is, um, not just the experience you have with the watch, but there's a, there's a really organic design aesthetic, which you see in that watch. And the only way I can describe it, Michael, um, and I'm I'm really trying to find interesting ways of articulating what organic design means to me. But the only way I can describe it is the shape of that watch looks like the same kind of natural organic shape an egg would make when you crack it in a pan. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. not necessarily um, uh, 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 symmetrical or it's not necessarily exaggerated in certain places. It's asymmetric but still looks very natural, which is excellent. That's That's such a a well-designed piece in my yeah that that was his goal i think he is i I think he's some kind of industrial designer nice uh, by by trade and he um you know it's a multi-layer dial and if you look at the ot1 the first one there's a lot of like greens um in there Mm -hmm. to kind of give you that like plant life feel um and what i think is really cool on some of the rubber straps you get these um these textures on the strap that look almost like veins or tendons so that's like another whoa that's um, heavy yeah yeah so it's like another like design organic design element and uh, i i think they're you know i think they look cool some people will say that they're a little overpriced um but you know like you mentioned if if you do i i think i have seen some used for for under a thousand but i think the people that have them aren't necessarily getting rid of them that often Right. Well, I, I, the, the, the justification I've heard on some people's end for why it might be overpriced is those original models, the OT one and two, three, and whatever the fuck they go into, they use Miyota eight two one fives or zero fives, I think. Oh, so okay. it's the version of Miyota before the nine zero one five. And oh, um, okay, I see. But the, in my opinion, there's nothing wrong with that. The eight two one five, the eight two zero five. I mean, they're incredible. They're they're. Uh, they're the type of movement where you don't have to worry about it. It's not, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's really reliable. It's durable. You don't have to wait. I'm sorry. What'd you say? No, no, I, I could continue. Yeah, no, no. Like you don't have to, if there's ever an issue, you won't have to freak out about, Oh, I got to send this back to the manufacturer. No fucking any watch repair place would be able to dive into that watch. You yeah. know what I mean? So, so I, but I, I, I can understand 
especially when you see nine zero one fives for you know four hundred bucks. We're looking at you, Skurfa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say these these are all some pretty fun choices, and uh, you know we'd like to hear from you guys what you know what kind of watches that you know have your attention that may be like crazy expensive, but you don't necessarily want to go homage. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, definitely, definitely sound off in the comments in the show graphic here or or on the post that's going to go up on the website for it. Let us know about our thoughts. And like Michael said, if there's a specific expensive watch that you've seen, but there's like maybe an affordable version out there that, that you think is also awesome, uh, let us know. If you like this segment in general, it's something that we would love to continue doing again in future episodes. I think we're having, I think we're creating a really, really cool roster of just fun segments to return to every now and then, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so definitely let us know your thoughts on that. In addition to that, uh, let us know your thoughts on the printed watch, on Rifka, that brand that I want to start that I was talking about. If that's something you guys feel like there's value in, uh, definitely sound off in the comments. Email us, DM us, let me know, smoke signals, anything. Uh, if that's something you guys want to be a part of and you think would be cool to see evolve, uh, I would love to try and make that work because that would just be so much fun. Hell yeah. You know, and is there anything I'm missing? Do, 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 looking down the list, I think, I think that's uh, it. I think we're good. I think it's a it's a good time to say goodbye. Okay, yeah. So again, email us tbws.contact@gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram or on the website. Anyway, I mean there are multiple ways to get a hold of our dumbasses, so it shouldn't be too difficult to yes. reach us in any way you'd like. Uh, do, do, do. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but that's probably just me not wanting to let go of the episode because then I have to wait another week of being miserable before we get to record <laughs> again. What such is life, I suppose. All right. Um, again, huge shout, huge shout out to Chad Wright. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Um, we'll be in touch. And uh, yeah, do you want to start the sign off, or should I? Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You're listening to Two Book Watch Now. Later. Yeah.